Southern Entertainment Awards Radio Station of the Year 2016. Yeah, you know what it is. K100 Radio. Peace and blessings. This is the Blend King DJ IM. We turned up every single Thursday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you listen to us on the web. We are worldwide. Oh, yeah. And we're back. And we got a winner. Matter of fact, let me bring that sound right back. Hold on, this one. I got to bring that sound right back. We got the homie Kangaroo in the building, man. What's going on? You know what it is. K100 Radio Live, direct line interview, man. What's happening, fam? Welcome to the broadcast. Kangaroo, the producer. What's going on, bro? Thank you for having me, man. What's going on? Man, we good, man. Welcome to the broadcast for the first time. And this, we don't, we we normally, yeah, we normally, um, we normally interviewing, um, artists. Like, you know, people with, 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 you know, artists, you know, they got songs, we play the music, whatever. But this guy right here, even when we do our, um, our sponsored, um, our sponsored interviews with, uh, the, uh, bar exam people, those are artists. But this is something else that we sponsor. This is another dope event that we sponsor and it's called Beat Royale. Held by Dynamic Producer. You know what I'm saying? The homie Jeff Blackwell be on there rocking and doing his thing, man. Sometimes it's hosted by Mike Sick. And so we also sponsor that. And we also give interviews out to the winners of the Beat Royale, which is a beat battle. Now, I know a lot of people, if you're watching, if you're in, in, in the music industry, you know you've been to a beat battle probably. And guys go in there and they play snippets of the beats. And whoever got the best one goes through rounds and they win. Okay, so that's how it works. And this guy right here, he came in there. He shut the building down. He's got some dope beats. You know what I'm saying? But it's good to talk to producers sometimes because producers see things a little bit different. So we're going to dive into the mind of the producer because how many of y'all heard instrumentals go platinum? And how many of y'all heard playing lyrics go platinum? They need each other. Producers and artists need each other. It's got to be a chemistry. It's got to be a bond. And everybody's always motivated by the beat. The beat is the first thing that really grabs you in most of the time. So the producer is ever important. You feel what I'm saying? So uh, we got got some of his music playing in the background like we gonna be. I'm gonna be turning it up every now and again. You feel me? I'm just gonna every now. And again, I'm gonna be like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh uh. Yeah. Uh uh. Yeah yeah yeah. We are gonna let the beats ride all, all in the background. These are all kangaroo beats we ride in the background. Uh yeah. Y'all fucking with it? This kangaroo right here, we on deck. Uh yeah. This how we gonna play it, right? This how we gonna do it, kangaroo. We gonna just turn it up and down all during the damn shit. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, bro? Okay. What's happening? Man, nothing, man. Working hard, man. Staying busy and consistent, man. It's the way to make it. So how's everything been going since you won the Beat Royale? Which you won. It took us a minute to get this interview locked in. Uh, you actually won in July, the July's Beat Royale. But how's everything been going since you won that? And how did you end up getting with uh, Jeff and all those guys over there, Dynamic Producer, getting involved with that beat battle? Man, first of all, big shout-out to Jeff and Felicia for... You know what I'm saying? Whole, actually, have the event for producers to actually come out. But, uh, like, I I heard about it. Um, you know, I was just going, like, wanting to showcase my talent. So, you know, I travel. I'm from Nashville, so I travel to Atlanta a lot, like, uh-huh. quite frequently. So I had one of my friends seen it, and he tagged me in it. And ever since then, I've been talking to Jeff. Like, he telling me, okay, this is how we do beat battles, blah, 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 blah. So I get in them, you know, periodically, like, as I... As I was jumping in these things, man, it's just, it's just a point of, you know what I'm saying, like showcasing my work, you know what I'm saying, see where I fall in line with all these other dope producers and stuff like that. But, you know what I'm saying, in July, you know, from me being seasoned and kind of learning throughout the year, I finally had what it takes to take home that win. 
Well, that's what's up, man. You know, you got some, and you got some killer beats. Like this one, like this one, I'm just listening right here. He got, he, he sampling some R. Kelly. Like, 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 like he just dropped shit like this. He just sampling that R. Kelly. You hear that sex me? Ah, ah, that me. Yeah, he got a whole bunch of dope beats, man. We're going to get ready to play some of them in a little bit. You feel me? So let me, in, in the world of beat battles, a lot of people don't even understand how that world works because if they're not in the music industry, they really don't, probably don't frequent them. But we got people that's listening right now. Cheryl Marshall, what's going on? My homie DJ I Am was coming up at 7 o'clock. He's in the building. You know what I'm saying? I see uh, my homie T-Night is in the building, man. So let's talk to the mind of the producer. When you go up there and you're getting ready for a beat battle, how are you picking your beats? Because... I go to them all the time, and as you know, I was just I was just a panelist at Dynamicon because you know I'm a producer right. myself. Uh, but I, I've 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 never really got into the beat battle thing. I kind of more just kind of work with artists one on one solo, produce tracks and stuff. But I never really got into that many beat battles like that. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that big when I first started producing. So now they are right. everywhere. You feel me? How you pick? How do you how do you pick your beats when you get ready to go in there? And they say, okay, we got two two rounds, three rounds, thirty seconds, one minute. When you in there creating, what are you just doing? The hottest shit, different. What do you? What what's going through your mind when you are picking your playlist for the beat battle? It, it, it really depends on who I'm who I'm going up against, man. It's like to me, like my motto is always supersede your competition, so you can't be denied. So for me, it's just a point of like I need to be able to play something that I feel like that's better. And it's, they have more energy, more polish, more shine, more bass, more. I mean, it could be anything, but it have. I have to hear a beat that has more of something than what I'm hearing when they play something. Right. So, for instance, if somebody plays like some R&B music, right? So, I might, I might have a beat to where I merge some R&B and some pop music. I might say, hey, if I give a little bit of R&B and some pop. It'll wild them a little bit more than just the R&B that they play. Right, so right, It may right. be something like that, or in some cases, if you go first, you set the bar. So you might play it like your, the hardest beat that you think you got. You might play that, and they have to eat. They have to top that, and if they top it, then you have to top what they play in order for yo for for the judges to really pay attention to you. Like, okay, he really outshined this producer. I want to hear him some more. Then they're going to want you to go to the next round. So typically, like to, to me, that's my mindset on how it works. So, what 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 is your tool of production choice right now? What do you do? Are you a software producer, outboard producer? You use outboard gear. What do you kind of use to create right now? Some of the people who may know that uh, may I be use, a little technical uh, for somebody, but I want to know I, personally. Go I ahead. Use, I use software, man. I've been using FL for years and years and years and years. I'm not I'm not new to this. I've been using FL since FL three. Now FL twelve is out. So I've been I've been using the same thing for for years and years. Now I use other I use other dolls. Like a doll is pretty much like a program that you use to like make music or whatnot. But um, I can use any doll. I prefer to use FL. But you know, in some some cases I may go in and out of a couple of them to actually like create a sound or get a feel or a vibe. And then I go into my main doll to arrange and sequence. Okay, so let me ask you another. Let me change lanes about from the technical side of it and ask you about the industry itself right now where we're at. Everybody biting everybody beats, bro. Everybody doing the same kind of beats a lot of times. What's your take on that? I think it's trash, man, to be honest. Like, I feel like everybody has a sound. 
everybody has like they everybody has a gift to do it. You know what I'm saying? But like mimicking, like I can't really respect that to be honest. Like I get if you have a like you want like a feel of someone that you heard, but like make it your own. You know what I'm saying? Like it's too much of the mimicking because nine times out of ten people not realizing if a person won't a Metro Boomin track, they don't. They're going to go find Metro Boomin for one of those. They're what? not going to ask anybody else but Metro Boomin because that's the sound that they're looking for. They're looking for DJ Mustard. They're going to find him. You know what I'm saying? Or any other any other big producers from Zaytoven to I mean anybody. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has their own sound. So I think it's I think people lack the understanding to know that they sound is special enough to be heard by somebody and be profitable for both people. You know what I'm saying? So it's very important that like you have your own sound. You know what I'm saying? Like that whole copying thing, no, nah, it's what. So so let me ask you this. What do you say? Here's a, here's a, here's a, here's a question. What do you say to the to the young producers coming up and they just trying to get some money? Because see this here's the thing. Everything has changed so much with the internet. Like you've got different ways and different lanes. Like no longer is everybody just trying to build up a, a catalog of hundreds of beats and just keep shopping them to the same fucking six labels like it's the nineties and shit. Everybody got beat pages that they're selling that they're leasing to make money. Sound clip revolutionized that shit at the turn of the century. You feel what I'm saying? So now everybody got their own beat pages and everybody's leasing beats for whatever. You know what I'm saying? And so a lot of times artists honestly, artists are trying to mimic a sound because they feel like they're trying to get a certain sound for the DJ or the club or whatever. And so they come to produce, producers and they say, man, I want to track like that, like that Yo Gotti, like that. I want something like that law. Or they want, or, or a song that they see, when they go out to the club, they see motherfuckers and they're turning up to this particular beat. And so they want to get a song that's similar to that beat because they're trying to do the same thing because they're trying to get on, because they want everybody to turn it up to their shit. You feel me? And not, not, to mention, not to mention the fact that you got DJs who now... A lot of them ain't even real DJs. They just met beat matching, and they need, they, they only they software DJs, and 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 they don't even want to risk playing a beat outside of a set that they got. So then you got to start getting beats that can fit the set because the DJs are in the strip club or whatever, and the girls want to twerk to a certain kind of beat, and you got to have that beat per minute and the eight oh eights or whatever, and it's all got to fit. So what do you say to the producers, the young producers now? That's like yo. You saying don't copy nobody, but I need to. I gotta do. I gotta do this right here because I gotta move these tracks. Or I gotta. Or this is what the artist is asking me for. What are you gonna do about that? Now, if an art, if an artist is asking for that, then give that give that type of flavor in your perception. Yeah, but make it your own still. You know what I'm saying? And let me go on record by saying this: Kangaroo said this. Every beat maker slash producer who was selling their beats for like. that is very, very, very disrespectful and distasteful to the producers who actually putting in this work and actually making moves to make this a real live reality for us. Like, we take real deal pride into this. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not something that we're doing for the money because, like, think about it. Like, we have a real deal passion for this. You're doing it for the money. You're doing it for the wrong reason. You know what I'm saying? If you do it for the passion of it and you put the work in, the money will follow. I am, I can attest to this. You know what I'm saying? From uh. placements to whatever. Like, you have to put that work in. Now, people who are trying to copy these sounds, whether it be from, whether it be from an artist or whatever the case is, like, if that's they, if that's they sound, then okay, cool. But still, like, you know what I'm saying? Going back to what I was saying earlier, like, you can, 
like it's okay to have it like to take the idea of something but make it different you know what i'm saying like nobody wants to hear the same thing if you're making what's what you're hearing now you're already too late that record was probably made like six months to a year ago if not longer you know what i'm saying so a lot of people don't realize they're playing catch-up you have to make the new sound so people take that wave and they only want the sound that you're providing it's right. not what you're hearing now it's what they haven't heard yet all right i, got, I like the answer i like the answer but, and, and so you're so it, but in general so it sounds like you're kind of are you against the whole concept of leasing beats for 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 fifty dollar leasing beats and and, and keep it still owning the rights and what how do you feel about the whole leasing beats out but you don't own them but then you can go still shop them or whatever or you know because you said you got some placements and I'm gonna ask you about that in a minute but but the whole the 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 way is the way it is now like the I don't I don't even want to say the mold because it's really not the mold it's just what people are doing. But the way it is now, everybody's got these beats, and they got a whole bunch of them, and they just leasing them out, even though they, as producers, you guys still own them and have the right to get them placed wherever else you want to, because you just a lease. Nobody owns it; you still own it. How do you feel about that? And then we, and then no one's gonna really want to pay you top dollar for a beat they really don't own. They just using it for their little mixtape project. Do you do you do that? Do you lease out beats for small amounts because the average price for a lease beat yeah. is like twenty forty dollars yeah. or some shit? You know what I'm saying? Well, well, as far as the pricing of it. It depends on the, the criteria of the producer. Like, if you have a if you have a um, a rap sheet of having placements and working with credible artists, then likely either your leases will be more expensive or you won't lease. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when you lease beats, it gives the it gives these artists certain artists without the big budgets an opportunity to work with you to develop a sound. Uh-huh. And I don't necessarily feel like there's anything wrong with that. It's just, that's just a part of the business. Like, you release a car, you don't have to buy it. You know what I'm saying? But realize that you don't own it at the end of the day, but you have to take care of it like you do. You know what right. I'm saying? It's only certain things you can do with that. So, I mean, I think within certain criteria, it's, it's cool. You know what I mean? It's not anything. I wouldn't say there's anything wrong with it at all. If your budget don't allow for you to exclusively, exclusively own a track, then lease them. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that. But grow the, grow the, you know what I'm saying, the relationship with somebody to see if y'all can work out something to where you can see some profit and then you can start either leasing out more or start buying exclusive beats. All right. Like everything is a, it's a recycling. It should be like a, a, a recycle of funds so it can help grow you as a person, as an artist, and as a business. All right. I, I dig that answer. I dig it. So... You said you had some placements. Give me some. Tell me some. Send me some of the stuff that you've gotten placed before, and how did those how did those situations come about for some uh, producer that may be listening right now who's trying to get placed in a situation? You said you got some placements and stuff. Uh, can you tell us some of those that you've got done, and then how did you actually get those placed with these particular artists? Yeah, um, a couple of placements that um, my, my most recent placement was with an artist named Tony Tillman. Um, it's a collaborative, um, a collaborative job I did with a, a good friend of mine named uh, Chris King. Um, like we were just working on some records, man, and just doing what we love to do. And you know, you know, we just building up our catalog. And he hit me. He said, "I may be able, I may be able to send this out to somebody." So, you know, what I'm saying, keep your fingers crossed. So I'm like, "All right." And then he just hit me back saying, "Hey, this is what it is." And I'm like, "Oh shoot!" Like you know, what I'm saying, like it's. It was kind of a shock to me. I mean, I know I got some dope music, but it's always 
it's always a tedious process when it comes to like getting placements and stuff like that. Like, uh, in another instance, I got a placement with Lazy Bone. Um, I got that back a few years ago, um, working with the artist. My artist um, was doing this developmental thing because Lazy Bone is like one of his favorite artists. So he actually got him like in the studio with him, got him to do a song and all that. Everything was good. So um, different situations, like for me, like the blessings came from other people. And you know what I'm saying? Like they believed in the sound that we were creating so much that it went somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like the music did, I mean, the music did enough. I mean, it did its job. You know what I'm saying? Like, we went hard enough on the record well that profitable artist wanted it and made some out of it. All right. How do you feel about uh, producer artists? And I ask this question all the time because I'm a producer artist. I'm an artist who, who became a producer. I, I started as an MC, uh, but I actually learned how to produce myself because, to be frank with you, I taught myself how to produce uh, because I got tired of just buying beats. You know what I'm saying? Not tired of buying beats, but I was like, yo... I felt like I, I played the drums. I played the instrument growing up. This is all about just me sitting in here and, and dedicating myself to learning uh, some chords on the on the keyboard and also learning how to work this particular software or at that time how to work this drum machine, which is still with software, just put inside of hardware, which is I started out like, you know, right. NPCs and Tritons and stuff like that and rack mounts and MIDI, the MIDI headache and all that shit that I had to, you know, when I came into the game as a producer, that's how I kind of tell my age a little bit. But, yeah, that's how I started. Uh, way before Fruity Loops was even conceived, you know what I'm saying? That's how I started in the '90s. You know what I'm saying? Producing. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but I always ask producers how they feel about working with producer artists because I'm gonna tell you my my personal experience. I love and every producer that I've ever worked with as an artist. Now, just just on a song together, just doing a record with them and sitting in the lab, has always enjoyed working with me because I understood the production side of it. Also, even though I was an artist. And it made it a lot easier. The collaborative effort made it a lot easier. How do you feel about producer artists? Like, you got some great people. Like, you know, the great ones like Dre and Kanye and, you know what I'm saying, Eminem. You know what I'm saying? People just don't even give his, him a nowhere enough credit for his production. How do you feel about those hybrids? You know what I'm saying? Because I think those guys are, I think those, and I'm not, maybe I'm being biased because I feel like I am one too. But the hybrid people who can do both, they seem to, they seem to a lot of times make, make really just amazing, great music because it's easy to kind of vibe off something that you created from scratch have you ever worked with artists like that and what do you feel about them yeah i have um i actually feel like it's a it's like a it's like a super blessing man like i i think producer artists are dope i think they're really dope and just like i've had a couple conversations with sunny digital Mm -hmm. um he's a producer artist but a lot of people won't respect him because he's a producer but to me it don't make any sense like if you make all these dope songs you got all these accolades and stuff. Why not accept somebody? If, I mean, if you can make dope beats, you should be able to add some type of dope lyrics with it, right? Yeah. That's what I would think. Yeah. So, I mean... But some I people mean, don't, though. And then some, most, <laughs> some, some producers... I met some who can't... I met some producers who, uh, who are just beat, be, just beat masters and they really don't write songs well. You know what I'm saying? And some can. You know what I'm saying? But some, you know, the, you know, some producers tend to be able to write great music to their tracks because they're vibing off of them from the ground up, from inception in their head. But, you know, you meet some guys who can't do right. it. I've met both. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I just always ask I mean, that question. Just play everybody. It ain't for everybody. It's no. definitely not for everybody. But <laughs> I feel like it should be accepted. I mean, the thing about it, like, like think about it, Kanye, David Banner, Manny Fresh, like, there's a lot of greats. Right. John, it's a lot of greats who actually made history, and people still can listen to their music right now today 
And like just because the new generation is trying it or doing it doesn't mean that it shouldn't be accepted. Because I mean, think about it. They never said anything with David Banner did. Right. They never said anything with Little John did. You know what I mean? But but you know what though? Hey, but mean, look, I, kangaroo. I feel like but look though, you ever notice? Do you ever notice that people never really want to give? producer artists their credits like if you came into the game known as a producer mostly and then you start making songs people be like yeah you know he just jumped on the track they never really want to give up even if they got the dopest record they never really want to give it up lyrically to him because they like he really here a producer and so a lot of people just kind of like yeah yeah he it, it, they, they always sunning a little bit you ever noticed that you feel what i'm saying like yeah, I, I have. I mean, and, and a lot of them, a lot of times, they don't really be rappers like that. A lot of them have ghostwriters just doing it, like like Kanye. Kanye is a great producer, but let's just be real. A lot of his lyrics was penned by other people. You feel what I'm saying? And that's cool because he was still, right. he, he still had to get in the booth, and nobody's nobody ain't no ghostwriters on stage with him or Drake when they on there on stage on tour. You know what I'm saying? They still got to go out there and fucking right. perform. So there's that part of it. But I guess people look at it and they kind of downplay it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. And then you could be Eminem when you came in as a lyricist first and then start doing beats and everybody's like, yeah, he can do beats too, but he's really... And, and it's, it's accepted when you came into the game known as a rapper first and then producer. But when you're a producer first, known for that, and then you try to make rap song songs, people kind of sun it a little bit like, yeah, but you know, he really a producer. And I never understood that. I don't know. It's been going on for There's that double standard stuff, man. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Double standard. <laughs> well, uh, so are we Let go- the people be great, man. Let them be great. <laughs> so I, I say that to say this. When is the uh, Kangaroo single coming out? <laughs> man, nah, man. <laughs> now, I have, I have done some stuff like in a collaborative form. Um, I got, I have a team, Next Level. Shout out to my team, Next Level, and the entirety. Right. Um, Like, I've, I've done hooks before. I've... I've actually like, I've actually like been doing some stuff where I've either sung some or rap some, and they like, man, I'm putting this on the project, and I'm looking at them like, that wasn't the purpose, but right. I mean, hey, <laughs> and people still like it like right now. Right. Well, we we, we got to get ready. Like, to... I, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to put myself out there like as a rapper or a singer. I mean, I'm just showcasing the talent that I got. I mean, but I mean, think about it. Even if I were to. I mean, some people would respect it, some wouldn't. Well, you know, that's just how it go. Exactly. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let these people vibe out a little bit with some of these beats, man. We got some beats loaded up over here. I got them over here on the board over here by, with, with Kangaroo. You know what I'm saying? We got some uh, some beats. I'm just gonna play a couple yeah. of them, man. Let people vibe out. Y'all just chill out a little bit. I'm gonna let y'all hear what this brother working with real quick before we get ready to ride up here, man. Y'all ride out to the beats of Kangaroo real quick. You know what I'm talking about? Hold on, let me turn this up a little, son, son. Beat battle, we're gonna get 30 seconds and we out.
And this one, he's got a whole bunch of beats, but I'm going to slide down to something down here. He's got a whole bunch of them. Hold on. Hold on. That one's long. Oh, I love this beat right here. Let me back this up. This is one of my favorite ones you had, Kangaroo. Hold on. I love this beat right here. I'm going to have to hit you up by this one. I can hear Twister on this. I can make you a celebrity overnight. Ah, ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he can murk that. Twister can murk this shit right here. This is my favorite one by you. I'm so far in this earth. But you know, I like that kind of shit. Hold on, you got one more here, I think, was that this one. I gotta stop playing this for somebody goddamn take this recording and loop this motherfucker, kangaroo. <laughs> oh, this last one. This last one. We're gonna ride out of this one. We gotta get ready to get DJ IM on here in a minute. One last beat by kangaroo. Uh, y'all fucking with him? Kangaroo Beats, hit him up. We're going to let him give out his social media right now if y'all want to get at him and holler at him about these tracks that we over here banging out. You know what I'm talking about? Let me slide that down. Uh, uh, all right. Kangaroo Beats, man. Yo, how people can get with you, man? We got to get ready to get up out here. DJ IM is coming up next. We right now doing our direct line interview with the homie Kangaroo Beats, winner of the Beat Royale. Homie came through, you know what I'm saying, had some banging beats and won that beat battle, man. Tell them how they can get with you, man. If they want to holler at you about getting some tracks and do some business, bro. What's the number? You can holler at me all day long on Instagram and Twitter, Kangaroo809. Kangaroo 809. Hey, we got a call on the line real quick, too. Hold on real quick. Hold on. Area code 615-584. What up? Uh, hello? Hello, what up? What's going on? I didn't know you guys want to answer the call. Hey, hey, this Miranda. What up, though? <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> well, you know what I'm doing. He just doing it. He, huh? he just doing an interview live on the radio. That's all. He just chilling, just kicking it. That's it. Just doing a okay. live interview. I just want to say I'm proud of him, and I told him when he blow up, he need five dollars. He owe me five. All right. <laughs> all right. Thank you for calling. I mean, Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. All right. Bye. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, Kangaroo. You got to up that. Get, you got to come up off that, man. She actually called into the show, man. You know what I'm saying? So when you get it, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and fork that over. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? Show us some love, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to get ready to get up out of here, man. Yo, thanks for hanging out with me, man. Kangaroo, yo, you got some dope tracks. Again, make sure you holler at the homie. Do you have a, a website they can they can hear some samples or just hit you up on social media? Which one? Hit me up on social media if you do want to hear something like if I'm not available or if you hear me in contact me or whatnot, you can go to SoundCloud. Uh same thing, Kangaroo eight oh nine. I do have a display of music that's like that's already already up. So you can hear like a variety of different type of styles and stuff like that that I that I actually do have up already. 
from recording and on, on the production side. All right. Well, thanks for rocking with us, man. And I appreciate you, dog. Keep grinding. You know what I'm saying? You got some, some dope beats. I heard some of them myself. And I put up a couple of them on this place. So if anybody want to get you, man, make sure you holler at them, man. Kangaroo, hit them up, man. All right, dog. Thank you. I appreciate, appreciate it. Y'all. Absolutely, bro. And that's a wrap. Our direct line interview with, Benz, with Benzo and Kangaroo, producer Kangaroo, winner of the beat battle over there. Shout out again to Dynamic Producer and Jeff Black and all those guys over there rocking out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, doing uh, a great, great job over there, providing a great platform over there for them at the Beat Royale. And Di- shout out to everybody that I met at Dynamicon. Yo, it was crazy at Dynamicon. Uh, 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 Roro was the artist that won. It was some other stiff competition in there, man. Guy from Germany had some banging ass, fucking crazy beats at Dynamicon. Yo, that was a neck and neck. That was the one I was just on the panel with. That was a neck and neck. Like, I really was like, when it came down to who won, it was like, yeah, really? Just how you gonna pick? You know what I'm saying? Because both of those dudes was, yo, beats was banging. So shout out to uh, Dynamic Producer and all those guys over there and everybody that I met at Dynamic Con, you know what I'm saying, uh, that I seen some of the new faces, some people that I seen before came in there to represent. Big up to those guys. All right, I'm getting ready to get up out of here. DJ I Am. Oh, let me see. Did I just move that? Hold on. I got to load that up because I actually just moved that on accident. Uh, the uh, commercial. The drop. All right, you guys, uh, I appreciate it. All right, we get ready to go. Uh, DJ IM is on deck. You guys, let's get it, man. Thanks, everybody, for rocking with us on K1 Radio. Peace. DJ Just Swag, man, and you can catch me each and every Friday right here, bringing you the best of independent artist news, music updates, events, topics, and conversation. Think they know somebody that's got some dope music or project and just need to get on the radio? Man, all you got to do is hit me, swag, tracks, and vocals at gmail.com. That's swag, two Gs, tracks, and vocals at gmail.com. You can always link with me. Hit me on IG. Hit me on Snapchat at Swag two Gs, and we can get it popping. Don't forget, Just Swag TV. Each and every Friday from 11 to 12 p.m. Right here on K100Radio.com. Yeah, man. The hottest hip-hop and R&B mixes on K-100Radio. Party101Productions.com. For all bookings, contact DJIM at www.Party101Productions.com or 813-476-2888.